0: Welcome back to Internal Conflicts, episode five with your hosts, Rebecca, Sarah, Miriam, and Rachel.
1: So today we're going to be talking about Kodak Black and the recent controversy that's surrounding him. So apparently he went on Instagram Live and I quote, he said, I'll give her a whole year. She might need a whole year to be crying and insert profanity for him. That caused a lot of controversy because people felt that his comments were insensitive. Rappers such as T.I. responded to him saying, you know, that wasn't very cool. And it was disrespectful that, you know, he didn't need to say all of that. My personal opinion, I agree. I feel like all he had to say was, hey, I'm sorry for your loss. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. He didn't need to basically... I feel he was making an advance or a pass on Lauren London when she literally
0: recently just lost all the love of her life. Okay. I have a long-winded response with some interconnections. So I I just need the floor for like a good three minutes. Okay? Go ahead. All right. So buckle up. So, okay. Kodak Black is ignorant. That's number one. We all know this. Okay. Some of us have that ignorant friend who makes us groan and smirk at their jokes at the same time. The, I'm going to give her, was very insensitive. I don't joke about the dead. My heart bleeds for her. Like, I won't even explore how losing a spouse would feel. At the same time, I think Lauren London doesn't or shouldn't care about his comment because he's not even on the periphery of Nipsey Hussle's passing, rest his soul. I agree. But the joke Kodak Black made about young M.A., it's M.A., right? It's not young ma. I honestly don't know. Okay, the rapper that we all know who I'm talking about. Actually, it's Young Ma. The the joke that young, that Kodak Black made about Young Ma, I think that was mere poor humor. The expansion of the joke was at the responsibility of those artists who were hopping on the joke and beating it dead. So the, so the lesson for Kodak Black should be that he's a public figure, so when he said what he said about Lauren London, he was saying it directly to her. And if he's aware of this and he cares about how these jokes affect the individuals involved and anyone offended, he should filter what he says better. The same goes for social media. When people vocalize things and post things, they're liable for the statement reaching that person or people. I mean, we see it all the time. Journalists and bloggers and vloggers, they could take an interest in anyone. And all of a sudden, someone becomes like the center of everyone's attention. Like they become the center of the public's harsh criticism. And like some assistant manager, some some like assistant manager at some Hilton somewhere in Kentucky is suddenly on ABC News. I mean, that's how the news goes. That's how that's how fame is created. We fixate on one person or thing. Anyone can become relevant. So for me, Kodak Black is not a commentator. He's a mumble rapper. We're talking about this person who has an apparent talent in the business of music, and we, for some reason, are holding him accountable and care about his public speaking. Understandably, his impre- the impression he's making—is damaged. Fine, but let's. I like. I, I think about Justin Bieber. I, I'm. Th- I think about the joke that Justin Bieber made on April Fool's Day. Justin Bieber is a brand. Obviously, he uses his Instagram as a part of his brand. And so a personal joke, such as his April Fool's joke about his wife being pregnant, maybe that would have been better on a private family and friends page. And then we have 50 Cent, who's on the other side of the spectrum, who will just post anything, who will say anything, because 50 Cent doesn't care. So if Justin Bieber cares, he's going he's to want to yield for making jokes like that. 50 Cent doesn't care. So 50 Cent can get away with saying things like that. Kodak Black, I feel, is is the same. If Kodak Black doesn't care, like, what does he need power 106 for, right? Like, if he doesn't care about that, then go ahead and say whatever you want to say. For us, we need to dissolve the expectation that these celebrities or anyone has an obligation to serve us intellectually or emotionally. Like, even Oprah can be ignorant. Why would it matter? Because Oprah had a a great, had this awesome talk show. Oprah just mastered daytime talk. She herself has no obligation to never say a non-compassionate thing. Um... On the the topic of who can get away with what, and I'm just about wrapping up here. On the topic of who can get away with what, 50 Cent, as I mentioned, pushes the envelope. I also want us to look at SNL. SNL, like their content, pushes the envelope. Let's remember the the ISIS bit, the young girls joining ISIS. Let's remember the R. Kelly interview. Let's remember... um, They have recently they've had so much material from Varsity Blues. Let's look at Remy Ma, who in a freestyle from 2014, used Scott Peterson as a simile for killing these hoes. These are not laughing matters and yet we laugh at and adore SNL and we're entertained by these gross statements. What is the difference? Justin Bieber and Oprah, they both put out a message of compassion. 50 Cent does not have a message of compassion. SNL is slapstick, it's just humor, it's just supposed to be funny. Kodak Black is legit. Kodak Black is is like to me like fifty cent and SNL combined. He's clearly not compassionate, he's a jester, and he's a fool. So why like why what are we expecting from this guy? Like are we disappointed because he's Haitian and he's giving us a bad name? Great.
2: Um yeah, I agree with that. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I feel like when I heard the comments that Kodak Black made, I didn't think it was anything to like entertain or care about because yeah, I mean, he's ignorant, he is who he is, and I think the most part is that there's no point in like trying to set someone straight who doesn't care anyway. And he doesn't care, so that's why I didn't really see as much of. As, like, a big thing. Did I think the comments are disrespectful? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I watch The Breakfast Club a lot. I agree with a lot of things that Charlemagne says. And once again, Charlemagne hit it right on the head when he spoke about this incident. And, you know, he was saying that obviously Kodak Black is ignorant. You know, he gives him the donkey of the day for that. But on the other hand, it's like, when do we choose to check somebody for their comments? The biggest point for me, women are being disrespected every single day. But the, at this very moment, few celebrities chose to spoke out because they had more respect for Nipsey Hussle. They were more concerned about Kodak disrespected their guy friend than they were about disrespecting the woman. So I did. I found it very odd seeing them speak out, seeing radios speak out about how they're not going to play his music anymore. It was just like hmm, that's a little odd. Like females are disrespected every single day. You guys chose to speak out about this specific incident.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that yeah that's interesting. I think so maybe it's an ego thing. Maybe it's almost like Lauren London is a damsel in distress so they feel like now they have a responsibility to like speak up. Well yeah I wanted to do that for everyone. I have something to say but I'm trying to find words
1: because you said a lot in your first statement. I think that just because Kodak Black is seen as this ignorant rapper artist whatever doesn't mean that he should take into consideration that he has thousands, maybe even millions, of young people who look up to him. We shouldn't just buy into the fact that, oh, he's ignorant, he's just gonna say whatever. I believe that when once these people become famous, they need to understand that they just have a huge platform and they have such a huge influence over these kids. Look at Kylie Jenner. Once like rumors came out that she was puffing her lips with a glass, I think that was a trend, So many kids were doing that and literally landing in the hospital. These artists, they can go on Instagram and make kids do anything. So I'm not, I personally am not gonna give Kodak Black a pass just because he's like this ignorant character. Honestly, he lost me when he said that he didn't like dating dark-skinned women because it was, he felt like he was dating a dude. Once he said that, it was over for me. And then the second thing that I wanted to point out. Mm What? No, go on, go on. I was gonna respond. the second How are you gonna say, go ahead and then talk
0: well, i did I did want to respond to the first thing, but did you want to have both of your thoughts together and then I respond?
1: Um, well, yeah, i I just wanted to finish. Okay. Um, I think it's extremely disrespectful that not as many celebrities jumped on Kodak Black when he made the comment about young ma. That is literally sexual harassment. Saying that he's gonna give her the D anyway, even even though she's gay, complete disrespect for the LGBT community as a whole. Number one, number two. So you're gonna rape her? Is that what you're saying? That's a very. And then, good like point. you said, it's just so disrespectful. And I never even actually thought about the fact that celebrities like T.I. were jumping down Kodak's Black's throat when he made the comment about Lauren London, and because um, what Miriam said hit it hit the nail on the head and that they were ready to support their fallen brother, their fallen comrade, as opposed to young ma who is still a woman at the
0: end of the day. So, okay. I'm going to go back to what you said about the, what the responsibility that celebrities have when they become famous and what they need to understand and not understand. Like I said, anybody can become famous for no reason. And all of a sudden they inherit this weird responsibility to serve us emotionally. Like, Just because one person has like a huge fan base, we can't hold them accountable for that. Justin Bieber, again, he's famous. His Instagram has so much influencing power. He basically has a soapbox and a megaphone that he never asked for. And so how could we express to him how important it is to be careful about what he says? It's almost like not us specifically, but a group of someone elected him to have the power to influence us or influence our, our children, I think maybe that's where parental controls come in. But I personally don't hold Kodak Black responsible for anything. He could, he could do whatever he wants. It's our responsibility to make sure our kids aren't listening to him, or entertaining him, or laughing at him. Yeah. It would be the responsible thing to do for celebrities to understand and to and to use that power responsibly. But yeah, that's I mean that's why but we're we talking about Kodak change. Black.
1: Yeah, we, we don't yeah. have any influence over what he's saying. I understand.
3: I don't really have much to say about what he said because I think um, you guys really hammered it down in the head. The one thing that I didn't like was how T.I. and the game they were all like, I don't know what's wrong with these new kids. And yet they're literally posting rants on Instagram. Like, how old are they to be like posting rants and stuff to address him? Like,
2: I'm pretty sure TI could get Kodak Black's phone number if he really wanted to. I saw one comment that's for the game that said, I I can never take someone seriously. I I don't know exactly what it said, but it's something like, I can never take someone seriously ranting at me who puts a a Valencia filter over their video. And I went back to it and I noticed he had a whole filter on his video, so I was like, eh. That's pretty funny, actually. Can't take it seriously now.
3: (laughs) I'm not trying to come for them because of their age or anything, but like, I'm just saying, like, they're kind of being hypocrites by, like, I feel like the only reason people post rant videos is so that they can be heard by the world. So can you say that they were clout chasing?
0: Yeah, I think I think this is that's what Hollywood does. Like Hollywood is all about getting people's attention, like literally actors, actresses, anyone that's in the business that involves Hollywood I think the point is to always be in somebody's mouth and while their message was noble, yeah, the whole online thing is, was, it was, uh, really immature. But like, yeah, this is, I feel like this is what all celebrities do. Like they can't, you can't do anything unless you post it online, unless you could like make a statement for the world to see you so, so that you could be on headlines. For example, Kylie, Kylie Jenner went to, she did some charity work at, a hospital years ago and the charity work was great but did did she have to snap it you know like did there have to be cameras there I remember I posted on Facebook a meme that said why are you videotaping
1: homeless people as you're giving them money like first of all do you think that they really want cameras all up in their face second of all if you're gonna do something kind just do it you don't need to document it however actually um, oh sorry go ahead I do sometimes I feel like it's important to document those things sometimes because it influences other people to do the same good or maybe it it just uh, gives awareness to the world like hey this is a problem in the world like there are kids dying of cancer in this hospital and they they are not being funded can you help so like I 100% agree with you. Yeah, so like there's nothing wrong with documenting it, but I I do it just depends on how you do it. So there are some people that do it to, you know, build clout or whatever, but then other people are genuinely trying to do it just to get, you know, people to do the same. I just I just want to say that I
3: 100% agree with you because when I went on my mission trip to the Philippines, I was taking pictures too, and it wasn't to show that I'm greater, but it was just so I could post it so that maybe somebody could you know say like, "Oh, how are you able to go on this mission trip to the Philippines when you're in the military?" And people actually right. did slide people actually did slide into my DMs and say like, "Oh, how were you able to go on this mission trip when you're in the military?" And I was able to give them that type of
0: information. So I think it's different when it's like a program. like our uncle's wife and our daughter went to Haiti through the church that we go to. So that's like a program, like, let's get the word out for Black Rock Church. They do a lot of um, church planting, and we actually just finished up missions week, I think, in the last two weeks or something. But, yeah, I always feel uncomfortable doing good for, like, homeless people in the first place because it puts them in, in like, okay, I guess I project because when someone does something nice for me, I always feel like, oh, okay, you don't have to do that. Oh, you know what? Like, two weeks ago, before I was getting my... The, the car that I bought the dealership gave me a loaner and the car the loaner cracked out in the middle of the highway and there was smoke coming out of the engine and everything so here I am on the side of the road and this car stopped to help it was a couple and their four-year-old son and they were so kind and the whole time it was just like oh my gosh like you do not have to help us this is not your problem and they really went above and beyond now that by itself made me feel uncomfortable if they then were to pull out their camera and start facebook living us and saying oh look at what we did we helped this single mom and her son they were stranded on the highway it would just be like what like why are you doing that you know so i think that you know a program is different than coming up to someone and helping them and videotaping it like that and i always just like cringe when i see online footage of what's supposed to be an intimate kind of thing and now it turns into this, um, like it turns into self-praise.
1: Yeah, so that just takes common sense. Like obviously you're not gonna record like one person that you help, but I'm talking about widespread issues. Like people go to um, like Africa, Haiti, and they do missionary work, you know, just like Rachel was saying about the Philippines. That's a wor- that's a worldwide problem, poverty, right. right? So like you wanna continue to spread awareness about that. Like children, children are in foster care every day so like stuff like that, but like every, you know, once in a blue issues where you help someone, you don't need to record that, but recurring serious worldwide issues, I don't see it have a problem with with celebrities or or any anyone like recording that and saying, hey, help us solve this problem or try to get close to solving this problem because this problem has been going on for years and it's never ending. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to go back to the whole Kodak Black thing because for me... Like, I hear what you're saying about how we shouldn't really hold them accountable because we can't change their behavior or how they act or anything like that. But I still think it would behoove celebrities to understand that they have this huge influence over people and that you can't just go online and say whatever you want. Like, I lost so much respect for him after he made those comments. And yeah, I know Miriam said earlier, like... Yeah. You said you lost so much respect for Kodak Black, e- even you more had respect. A lot
3: of respect.
1: Oh. I didn't have a lot of respect for him. It just so now made you have negative even more respect. For him? Yeah, you could say that. I meant I meant negatives.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry.
1: You could say that. You can try to censor your kids from it. They're still gonna listen to this crap because they like it. I mean, our brother. I was gonna James bring up Jay too. To the
3: worst mu He like like I don't know what he listens exactly. to, but it's trash what he listens to. Exactly, so yeah, you can like raise your kids to be one way, but they can
1: still turn out to be whatever they want to be. Wait, I want—I have a question to ask, Sarah. er, Initially, you brought up Justin Bieber, so I'm not sure what the. Are you drunk?
0: Are you drunk right now?
1: I'm not drunk, but I am sipping a little bit of wine. Okay,
0: okay. I'm. I'm. I'm First of all,
1: there's a huge echo on my end, so that's why I'm talking like this.
0: And I don't yeah, know how I to clearly, get rid of the
1: echo. I can. I, can I actually hear think. That I drunk. actually
3: think it helps. I, I actually think Shh. it helps that um, Rebecca is drinking because Mary made the comment that we sounded boring, and like I actually grabbed a beer and I'm drinking now too, and I feel a lot more open
0: to. I feel. I feel a lot more open to talk. Like she's gonna fall over. She's, like she's yeah, like she, her over. words
2: are always so slurring when she drinks. So I, that's that's the reason why I don't think it's a good idea. Like if it oh, if well, she I didn't can, sound then like it wouldn't matter. But um, you can clear The reason here. why
1: I'm slowing down is because I hear an echo. It's not because of the no, alcohol. it's because
2: I actually
0: hear talk. that echo too. Okay, but
1: really, are you on to talk? Because you're the <laughs> one that does this high. Can so. I just say?
0: Can I just say? I, um, I I gave up. I gave up drinking for Lent, and it was an amazing decision. Good for you.
2: You said I do this high.
0: Not you, Rachel.
1: Miriam.
2: Me? That i wasn't, wasn't my voice was before. I would do it high, but I've never done that done it before as of yet. I mean, I, I haven't believe you. here. I can take a few hits and try
1: it. Anyway, back to the Justin Bieber thing. You I said that I, do I don't. I don't think Rebecca sounds bad. I'm I think, literally I slowing down because I hear an echo. It's not because of the alcohol. Trust me. No, it not I really want to talk about this Justin Bieber thing because you tried Wait, to compare Justin we Bieber. We really should like up...
3: slow down, like and like close this topic out because it's going on what 30 minutes. So, are you about to open up a new can of worms, or can we
1: close it? No, I just I want to talk about Justin Bieber and why Sarah felt like that was disrespectful that he uploaded a picture of April Fool's joke. Like, why is that a problem? No, no, I didn't, I didn't care. say. I
0: didn't say. No, I didn't say it was disrespectful. I'm saying people had a problem with it. So my why? I was addressing. People had a problem with it because some people don't find that funny. And I'm not, I don't have an opinion on that either because some people are just sensitive about it. Like I seriously, I don't understand it either. Like there are women with infertility issues who don't find it funny to say like, oh, I'm pregnant. Oh, I'm just kidding. And so I'm just saying like the platform that he has, he went and made that joke and obviously he cared because he backtracked. And then to just juxtapose him with 50 Cent who will make a joke like that and not apologize. Like 50 Cent makes fun of who was the boxer's name? Cent makes Mayweather. fun of Lloyd Mayweather's dyslexia Floyd. or his illiteracy Floyd? all the time. That is not, I don't find that funny, but he does it all. the Did you see his latest post where he, it was a letter. He like mimicked a letter that, that Floyd Mayweather wrote and it was like letters backwards. And it was like, please don't make fun of me. I'm sure it didn't sound like that. But like,
1: Okay. Let's just talk about this. Everybody is sensitive these days. The younger the person is in America, 25 or under, they're just so sensitive about everything. They don't even have to experience it. They don't even have to know what being pregnant feels like or whatever. But they just want to take everything personal. I believe that there's a fine line between what's actually disrespectful and what's not. And I know that it's all based off opinion and your world, your life experiences and whatnot. But I really, come on, I really don't right?
3: like when I really don't like when people like throw out like age numbers like that, like 25 or you know, below are usually like this. I really hate when people do that because I'm 22 years old and I just feel like I'm just doing significantly better than the average 22-year-old. So, like, for, like, somebody to say, I just, I'm, I don't know, it just really grinds my gears when people make comments like that. Rachel, you can like we're
0: not talking cut about... Cut that out.
3: Who's I'm sorry. We, I just... I, just, I just No, keep it. I hate
0: that. Keep
3: it. that.
1: No, we should keep it because... No, l- I we're just, not talking I about who's, who's that, the fact that you're doing financially better than other people or it's, whatever I
3: I, I I didn't even mention finances at all i didn't I didn't say the word finances. I, I just said like doing better in general, so like people just always love to throw out like 25 and under are usually like this, and like I don't know. it just really bothers me when people say I think that. it's like and like, and like you just, are the biggest offender of doing that. We
1: were talking I just, on phone can earlier. I just say this
3: you we were talking this on phone is funny, on phone funny because.
1: I, agree. This is funny because she she just said thank you, Miriam. She just said that I I'm offended that people think that 25 or under find everything offensive.
3: You know that's fine, but Miriam, what were you gonna say? I
1: mean, so I just, I, uh... you guys.
2: I mean, you guys really really puzzled me on I think two podcasts ago when I think it was Sarah that said something like, "Oh, I find it weird when like a 18 year old is dating like a tw-. like you said something like I find it weird when an 18 year old is dating like a 25 year old," and I just. That was really puzzling to me because I was just like, why? And then you guys had a whole conversation about it, and I was
0: just like, it is weird. What? How is that weird? Like, well, I I was was thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking about the kind of thirty-year-old, like the the type that is like living living at home with his parents and is not an actual man. Like, that's the kind of thirty-year-old that I was thinking of. Because I'm sure there are successful relationships where there's a huge age gap.
2: I just don't think I can
0: speak on age
2: differences at all because when you say like, oh, there's um you know where i'm talking about someone who's 30 years old and like probably like living at home and it's just like there's so many factors that fall into that too like a 30 year old man could be living at home and doing so well and there could be plenty of reasons why he's still living at home
3: case in point okay, we'll, we'll um, michael b jordan lives with his parents right now and he's and he's doing perfectly fine and he said like his parents live with him so like it, it like really matters like what it is are your parents living with you or are you living with your parents because and
0: that kind of makes a difference too okay and so what i was talking about i'm talking about the quintessential loser that's what i'm talking about i'm not talking about successful whatever because like i said there are age gap relationships that make sense What I was referring to with the 18 versus the 30-year-old, I'm talking about the 18-year-old that's in high school, that's not emotionally developed, who will choose a grown man. And this is confusing me because, Miriam, I thought we we explored the whole, like, you're not emotionally developed, it's almost like learning a child with candy. We were talking about the R. Kelly thing and how he reaches out to these young 20-year-olds. Just to touch on the whole, like, oh, anybody 20-something and older. I think there are general rules to 20-year-olds, like young 20-year-olds versus late 20-year-olds, but it's all situational. I don't like to lump anybody's ex- life experience into anything based on their age. So I'm
1: really interested in this Kodak Black thing. Like, we can't, I feel like I didn't hear enough opinions. I don't feel like opinions. going back
3: to it. Like, what do you mean you didn't hear uh, yeah, enough of okay. parents? Okay, whatever.
1: Okay, I told you so guys to all- know that I'm getting an at-home massage right now, and, and he's in my living room waiting for me.
3: Is that your appointment?
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually want to look into
1: getting that. The app is called Thumbtack, just so you know.
0: I yep, doubt we have it here easy. in
1: Hawaii. I'm pretty sure you do. It's Hawaii.
3: We, we don't even have yeah. Uber Eats. Thumbtack. We don't even have Uber Thumbtack Eats. Thumbtack
2: is pretty general. I'm pretty sure
1: you yeah, have it. Yeah, but we don't even have, have Uber it. Eats. Well, look if it up
3: I... to see if you have it. <laughs> what is it called? Thumbtack?
2: Yeah, in the app <laughs> We
3: don't even have Uber Eats. We don't even have Uber Eats. We don't even have Uber Eats. If I have
0: Uber Eats, we then don't you even have Uber,
3: Uber Eats. Eats. We don't even have Uber Eats. Eats. I'm in El Paso. Are you? We don't have Uber Eats. Miriam, tried. I'm mean. in
0: Delaware right it now. It sounds like Everything you're really by, upset like, four.
3: We don't have Uber okay. Eats. We don't. Yeah, I am upset because sometimes I'll be at home drinking on a Friday night and I'll be
0: craving McDonald's and I can't get it. So, yeah. Okay. Airplane topic. Let's just rush through this. So um, I'm bringing this up because I had to take a couple flights last Find weekend. local pros. I had Sorry. to take a a couple flights last weekend. And I used to enjoy flight conversation. You know, you get to know someone. It's an opportunity to get to know a stranger, make a connection. Everyone's unique. Everyone's interesting. But some flight that I took last year, I talked to someone for the entire duration of my flight. And I was exhausted, but I decided to talk to him because he wasn't, like, entirely annoying me. So we talked about our life stories, whatever. Um, And then I decided to take a nap. So when the plane landed, everyone's getting up, everyone's getting their things, and I kind of woke up, but I was like, I, I wanna, I'm going to wait, I'm going to be the last one to get off, because I was that tired. For some reason, he thought it would be funny to, like, shake me awake in a joking way. So for me, it's like, okay, like, now I convinced this guy that we're friends, and now he could be annoying with me, and whatever. So we get off the plane, and he wanted to, like, wait for me, and walk with me, and talk with me, and so after that, I decided I was not going to talk to people on on planes or anywhere anymore because even in reflecting on our conversation I just learned that like I really gain nothing from our conversation like it's the same thing you talk about like you just it's like you're trying to make a connection you're trying to fit like yourselves in a puzzle so like he his kids were older I said oh I have kids he said his kids were not very ambitious I was like oh well I hope my son's ambitious like he I think he was divorced I'm divorced so it's like it's the same format and so this past flight that I took the last weekend, there was a woman that wanted to talk and I, and I decided to like make it so my body language showed her that I wasn't really interested in talking. Like, you know, she she talked she or said. You could have what told she said her
1: directly Exactly.
0: Okay, so let me finish. Let me finish. So she she tells me, Oh, you know, your son's mannerism reminds me of my son's and she told me that her she showed me some pictures, she told me some pictures of her daughter. Eventually, I became tired of competing with the white noise, and, like, I did this thing where I, like, turned and literally had to pretend that whatever Ellis was doing was consuming my interest so that my back was turned to her. But then this lady, then she was, like, talking with Ellis. I I didn't have to talk to her back. I could have told her I didn't want to talk to her back. But when a stranger is interacting with a child, like, a child that, like, I've had situations where I'm holding Ellis, and people come up to us, and they'll only talk to him. And I've asked other parents, do you ever feel like you have to talk to them? Because what am I? Am I just standing here like as a statue? Like, am I just like, you know, and so it always makes me feel like I have to reject that person on behalf of the both of us. So I guess two questions. Do you talk to strangers? Does it matter? Obviously, you all. It sounds like you all. If you didn't want to talk, you would all. You would all just tell the person, "Hey, I don't want to talk right now." How about you tell me how that goes? Because I honestly feel like that's very rude. And two, if you're with a child and a person wants to interact with the child and you're with the child but you don't want to interact with them, does that matter? How do you tell them? Listen, we we just don't want to talk right now. How do you how do you express that? So me personally, when I'm taking flights, um, I kind of like when
3: people talk to me on flights, and. I like it so much that like I'll bring icebreakers with me, and my icebreakers are usually the book that I'm reading. So like usually I'll like have have my book in my hand, and like you know usually the person next to me will like ask me if I like that book or tell me oh I've read that book, and then we like discuss the book. So like I kind of like um, when people talk to me on planes, and if I don't like that people are talking to me on planes. I'll just open the book and I'll read it. That's a good one And if and if and if they continue talking to me, which has never happened to me before, but if they did, I feel like I would be bold enough to say like, yeah, you know I'm, I'm just trying to get through it if, if you don't mind because like there's like a polite way to say it. It doesn't always have to be rude. Well my, my yeah. book was
0: Ellis. I had I was interacting with Ellis. I don't want to talk to you. Can you please just let me interact with my son and enjoy my flight? I think that it's harder with children, easier with an actual book. So you can't make the
1: comparison. People like children. this is a cute kid. I know I'm biased because he's my nephew, but people like to talk to kids and interact with kids.
0: So that's not the yeah, same like, as a it's- book. Yeah, and it's even in the, it's even in moment, like, because I don't, I don't really like reading. Like, I know they have magazines or whatever. I like sleeping on planes. I like sleeping. And it's hard to do with a child, obviously. So I'll stay awake and we'll, like, oh, look at the clouds. Look at this. And look at that. And so I tend to just kind of keep my attention on that and I want to relax. But for some reason, people feel the need to comment. Like, especially if he's getting kind of um, cranky, they'll be like, oh, what's wrong? It's like, I didn't ask you. Okay? We didn't ask you.
1: I mean, I, I feel like, okay. The best way to avoid, I guess, interacting with strangers while you're with a child, then. Because, yeah, you can't put on headphones because you got to be attentive to your child. You can't, like, just pick up a book or fall, like, put your head against the window and act like you're sleeping. So, with a child, what I would do, I would just be like, hey, excuse me, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm just going to try to attend to him, and so maybe we can chat later. That's what I would say. But and,
3: like, really, so what if it comes off rude? You're literally never going to see this person again. Exactly. Like, what are they going to do? Like, go on live and record you, take your picture? Like, what do you care what <laughs> this person thinks? I don't care what people think.
1: Well, I yeah. do care what people think, actually. I'm
3: not even going to lie. I care what
1: people think. Everyone cares what people think to a certain degree. But,
3: but I don't care what a stranger on a plane thinks yeah. at all.
1: Yeah, my philosophy is, you should care what your boss thinks about you because that person is in charge of your performance evaluation. Well, it's different in the Air Force. You guys are just different. But a stranger on a plane, yeah, with a child, that's like even a better, a more, a better excuse than like a book or fa- trying to fall asleep. You just be like, hey, I'm trying to attend to him. We'll talk. We'll talk later. That's it. And
0: you, or you could talk to talk to Ellis. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, yeah, like, I had to do this thing where I had to pretend that everything he was doing was just consuming my interest. I don't have people approach me or have conversations with
2: me when I'm with Mercy on a plane because I'm not friendly and I also don't really look very friendly. So I don't have that problem. And Same. if someone did try to be friendly with me, I just make it... Um, I just show my less interest. I mean, you know, I don't... I feel like that is pretty awkward. I don't feel like I would I would have to say, hi, I'm trying to enter, um, tend to mercy right now, so if you don't mind, I'm just going to... Like, I just kind of... They'll, they'll see through my interest. Like, they're talking to me. I'm not looking at them in the eye. I'm looking away. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And I just kind of do my own thing. And then they just kind of get the picture. So
1: that's how I <laughs> kind of just deal with that. So there you have it. You can they, either take well, man's yeah. approach well, and obviously- just... Ignore. Well,
0: obviously, some people can't take the hint because it happens regularly. Where people come up, people will come up and talk to Ellis and I'm holding him, and I'm like, all right, I'm like, yeah, he just he just doesn't really like to talk, and they're like, you don't like to talk. No, I just told you he doesn't like to talk. Like, do you see me standing here? I'm he's holding. He's a kid. Him. He doesn't like what, to talk. You
1: saying he doesn't like to talk <laughs> <laughs> makes people want to talk to him more.
0: Yeah, they like don't they believe like, it. Oh, yeah, they're like, oh, I, well, I, he's gonna he's gonna want to talk to me. No, he's not. He doesn't want to talk to you. Can you get Can he get away from us? <laughs>
1: I just want to say that I have quite a few friends who listen to this. They actually come up to me at work. It's like one or two. And then some people from West Point, they're like, oh, I listened to it. You guys are
0: funny. We should send a thank you out to everyone who does listen. And for everyone that puts the word out for us and that promotes our page. And Mm -hmm. we just hope that our, our listening keeps growing.
1: So do you think that we need to hold celebrities accountable for being moral? Just being moral. On an airplane, how do you avoid conversation with strangers if you don't want to talk to them? You want to hear what you have to say, so DM us, let us know what your interests are. And again, if you guys have any topics that you want us to discuss, you can just DM our Instagram
0: and we'll talk about it. Uh, make sure to follow us on Internal Conflicts Podcast on Instagram. Where can we find you, Rebecca?
1: My Instagram is
0: ardentfro. Mine Sarah's is S R H J E.
2: My Instagram is Mir dot S time.
3: My Instagram is Unapal U N A P O L dot Rachel. All
0: right, that's it.